Linda McHenry, host of The Writer's Voice, and my guest this week is Kathleen Koska. How are you, Kathleen? I'm great. How are you, Linda? Pretty good. We are going to talk today about a bunch of things. First, we're going to talk about your most recent release, the Sherlock Holmes quiz book, which came out in November of 2020. And then you're also going to talk about how you always wanted to write mysteries, but found it easier to publish nonfiction. And we may talk a little bit about animals. Um, So why don't you tell us first about that book and hold it up so we can see the cover? Okay, this is my latest uh, trivia book, the Sherlock Holmes quiz book. It was just reissued in November by a brand new publisher with a lot of updates. There's all the information you want to know about Holmes. I started off writing about the canon, the original canon by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. I included trivia questions about each of his stories and each of his novels and a lot of personal information about him. I also included background information where he got his ideas for his stories. Then when the book was updated, I included information on the BBC Sherlock series, the elementary series, the Robert Downey Jr. film. So there's background information on all of those features plus trivia questions. Now, why don't you tell the listeners what the the real interesting thing is that your publisher asked to republish this. This wasn't something that you went out and tried to. Someone reached out to you and asked if they could publish it. Why don't you share that? Because I don't think that's something most of us have happened to us. (laughs) Okay. The book was originally published in 2000. And then about two years ago, my agent contacted me and said that another publisher wanted to pick up the book and update it. So I was like, yeah. So (laughs) I got to work on the updates and the updates included everything that had come out since then. So there's information on the Robert Downey Jr. movies. There's information on BBC Sherlock. There's information on uh, CBS's Elementary. And I also included some information on Japan's HBO brand new series called Miss Sherlock, in which Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson are both women. Oh, cool. (laughs) Yeah, it's a great series. So you must have had fun doing that, huh? Oh, I did. I had a blast. Plus, I got to rewatch all of those movies and TV shows. There are 54 episodes in elementary. Wow. Wow. So for you Sherlock Holmes fans, that's a great resource. So tell us, you said that you always wanted to write mysteries, but you found it easier to publish in nonfiction. Why do you think that is? Well, uh, this was in the mid nineties when I really started writing. I started taking some creative writing classes. I wanted to write mysteries. I had no clue how to do that. So, and then I just started doing a lot of reading. I found out that it was really easier to break into publishing with nonfiction than it is with fiction. At the time in the 90s, trivia books were really popular. So I thought, okay, I can do that. On my bookshelf was every book that Agatha Christie had ever written, plus the Sherlock Holmes collection. So I thought, oh, I can start with that. My first trivia book was on Agatha Christie. Then I wrote one on Alfred Hitchcock. Mm -hmm. And then my latest one was Sherlock Holmes. So that got my foot in the door of publishing. I found an agent very quickly. I found out that in order to publish nonfiction, you need a proposal. Mm -hmm. So I spent months working on a book proposal and 
I queried an agent and the very first agent I queried contacted me. Wow. Yeah, I know. So are you giving and, lessons on how to create a proposal? You should absolutely. you should do you should do webinars in charge of fee <laughs> to let people know how to prepare an agent winning proposal. Well, the key is to do your homework and look at guidelines for different publishers and and find out what needs to go in a proposal. But I was kind of naive at this point. I didn't realize it would be so easy. Well, I thought it would be easy to get an agent, and it was. And then I didn't realize that it really wasn't that easy. No, it isn't. But I just but you did one. the business stuff. So many writers don't realize that you have to have a knowledge of the publishing business for the particular genre and the type of thing that you're writing. So many people miss that part. And that's so true now, even more now than it was back then. Mm-hmm. So I queried this agent. He called me about three weeks later. And telephone call is always a good sign. <laughs> So he called me and he he liked the proposal and he told me I needed to tweak it a little. So I I did (laughs) at the end of the conversation, I I said, well, do you think you can sell the book? (laughs) And he started laughing and he goes, I wouldn't have called you if I didn't (laughs) think I could sell the book. (laughs) It's like, oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I've learned a lot since then. And I've learned a lot about writing proposals. And that's the clue is just to write a good proposal. And if you do your homework, you know, it can sell. I have another book, this one, it's nonfiction. This is called The Man Who Saved the Whooping Crane. And this is a topic that's passionate about me for me. I wrote the proposal. I looked at publishers that I thought would publish this kind of book. Mm-hmm. I sent off my proposal Two hours later, I get an email wanting to see it. I sent off the query. Wow. Two days later, I had a contract. Excellent. So if you do your homework and, uh, you know, it could happen. It is easier to break in with nonfiction. The good thing about it is that you don't have to finish the book to send out your proposal. So while you're shopping your proposal, you can continue writing. I sold all of my nonfiction books before they were even finished. Really? You just have to know that you can finish them. Right. And so what have you found with publishing fiction? Fiction is completely different. I mean, you have to have a polished manuscript Mm -hmm. done before you even submit. You have to have your synopsis written. You have to have a great query letter written. And you have to have everything there because when you start querying agents or editors, they're going to want this immediately. Mm -hmm. They have to be ready to go with it. And it's got to be published. It's got to be finished. So by publishing my trivia books on mysteries, Mm -hmm. that was a real good education for me Mm -hmm. before I actually started writing mysteries. Yeah. And so how's the transition? Do you do both at the same time? Or do you have one book that you finish and then you move on to something else? No, I work on several things at one time. Okay. I do the same thing. And a lot of people don't get that. Like you, I published in nonfiction first and I don't have any problems switching gears, but I guess everyone's different. No, I don't have problems either. I took time out from my teaching for two years to focus on writing. Mm -hmm. And I joined some writers critique groups and we each group met once a week. I had I joined two of them. Mm-hmm. One group, I brought a chapter in one of my mysteries. And another group, I brought a chapter in another mystery. Mm-hmm. So within a year, I had two mysteries finished. And I was guided along by my critique group. So I'm always working on several things at one time. Because I might start 
writing. And then after 30 minutes, I hit the wall. It's like, okay, it's only 8.30. You know, I can't figure out what else I'm going to write. So I don't want to call it a day. So I just start on something else. that's that's exactly what i do and and again if you can do it that's fine some people just like to immerse themselves and just stick with it everyone's different why don't you tell us about run dog run that's another passion of mine <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm interested in animal rights i'm a real supporter of animal rights so i wanted to write a mystery series that had a social cause something that I was really passionate about. So I thought, hmm, I could write a mystery about a my protagonist who would be an animal rights activist. It just kind of snowballed and I started thinking. And the teacher who taught next door to me when I was teaching middle school had a greyhound. <laughs> and I could always tell when he brought the greyhound to class because his class was so quiet. This dog had such a wonderful effect on the students, you know. So mm -hmm. I, I got interested in greyhounds. And so I thought, hmm, that would be a good topic for my first animal rights mystery. And Run Dog Run came out uh, three years ago. And this is a story about mm -hmm. uh, rescuing greyhounds. So it's a murder mystery set around the world of greyhound racing. And then my second one came out two years later, this is a two-horse town. This takes place in Montana. It deals with the rescue of wild mustangs. Aha. I lived in Montana, western Montana, for eight years. Lovely setting for that book. Oh, So basically, what you're telling everybody is that you don't have to just stick to one genre. You don't have to stick to even fiction or nonfiction. You can pretty much write whatever you want to write. If you want to get it published, though, you need to do your research and make sure That's true. that you have all the appropriate business tasks attended to. Well, I thank you so much. This has been a really good chat. Let me know when you have another book out. We'll have you back. And I if will. you want to sit in on a panel, I'm putting together some panels for, for this year, having several different writers to get together, talk about different things. Would love to have you join me for that. Oh, that sounds like fun. And I think it would be great. You folks, you can find Kathleen at her website at KathleenKoska.com. Where do you prefer your fans to contact you on social media? I'm on Facebook. I, I prefer Facebook, Twitter. I have a website. They can go to my website and sign up for my newsletter. Okay. Email me. Okay, that's it. Okay, Kathleen, thanks so much. This was fun. Hope to see you again. Okay, thanks, Linda. Bye. All righty, bye-bye.